Hi, I'm Haley, and this is my first podcast on mental health. Uh, just a quick thing. Um, I am diagnosed bipolar 1, uh, ADHD. I have BPD. I also have social anxiety and an eating disorder called bench eating disorder. Um, it's the result of multiple traumas throughout my life, which we will get into. And uh, I just want to help take away the stigma that a lot of bipolar and BPD and stuff seems to have. So, let's get into it. So, you know, I take the bus around because of my anxiety. I was afraid of cars for the longest time. And I was on the bus one day, and a driver asked me, why don't you drive? Kind of intrusive, don't you think? Um, I don't know, but, I, you know, I'm one of those type of people, like a lot of mentally ill people are, who tells them anyway, because you don't, you feel bad or mean for saying no, which is a huge problem to have. Um... So, I told them why, and they were like, well, you know, you don't look like you have anxiety. And then they were like, well, why did you get, they were like, well, where do you work? And I was like, you know, I'm currently in between jobs. And they were like, why'd you get fired? Again, very intrusive. I should have, you know, cut it right there. But, you know, they're driving me, and I don't want things to be awkward. So, I'm just like, you know, I had a bipolar meltdown they're like well you don't look bipolar to me and right there in that moment I kind of got a little mad I was like well what does the average person with bipolar look like to you you know because mental illness doesn't have a specific face when people think bipolar they think oh they are hot one minute cold the next and there's so much more to it than that um bipolar isn't just mad one second then happy the next it is going through all different types of emotions within a span a certain span of time which bpd is too and they often get mistaken for each other um bipolar is having these horrible depressive episodes where you just cannot you absolutely cannot drag yourself out of bed um a lot of bipolar people have bad hygiene and nobody wants to talk about that where you can't seem to find the will to brush your teeth or even shower shave do basic things you know you live in a mess and it makes you even more depressed it's a horrible horrible illness to deal with and have and then of course there's the emotion side of things where you know you feel things really intensely you know when you're mad you are freaking mad at like absolutely enraged and when you're sad you're absolutely the saddest you can get you're at a point to where you think about suicide and stuff and you know it's not, hee hee, I'm bipolar, I have, I'm mad at 
someone one minute and then I'm happy the next. He he. No, like people with bipolar cannot stand that. And I am one of those that cannot. I absolutely cannot stand that. It is such an ignorant stigmatism to add to our already debilitating illness. Um, it, it's horrible, you know. And bipolar is something that we have to deal with every day, not to mention the many, many of medications that people have to try. I have been on medication since I was three years old. Um, I get more into that later. Uh, But I've tried more than I can count that did not work. And it's a trial and error process of going through medications to find what works for you. And for a lot of people, that is tiring in itself especially if you're not used to it and a lot of people nowadays have a stigmatism about you know they don't really want help they they want help but they don't think it's debilitating enough to see a doctor they don't think they're important enough to see a doctor and they definitely a lot of people are against medication And if you admit help and you're already against that and then you have to try all these different medications, just imagine how uncomfortable that would make you feel with an already uncomfortable illness. It's absolutely tiring. Like, I cannot say that enough. This illness is tiring. And, you know, the stigmatism that around it, the reason we get so mad and we get so, you know protective over it is because it's glorified and we don't I don't know why I don't know why anyone will lie about having this illness I don't know why anyone would think it's cute I don't see how bipolar is something to play around with because when you live it day to day if somebody were actually in our shoes and lived it day to day they would not I swear they would not ever again say that So growing up, the reason I was on medications is I was an absolute hellion. (laughs) I would, I was the problem, quote unquote, problem child. I say that in quotes because, you know, to an extent, I can't help my behaviors. But some of the time I I knew better. I just like to push buttons. (laughs) Um... So, growing up, I would, you know, step on kids while they took naps. I'd bite them. I'd choke people. I'd throw books at teachers. I'd cuss everybody out. I'd bite people. Uh, Just anything you can think of, you name it. Up until I graduated high school, I would just do stupid stuff and get in trouble. But it was because I had experienced trauma that had not been dealt with appropriately and I was lashing out I didn't know how to deal with my feelings appropriately because no one ever taught me even in therapy you know I didn't really apply myself until the last few the past few years and you know with bipolar and stuff you can go into recovery but it can always come back. It's not one of those things that just goes away, goes away for good. It can always come back. And it, that's the reason so many people with bipolar and mental illness and stuff just see no way out. 
is because you you can't put a time limit on healing. You can't put a time limit on when you're going to heal from this or when the trauma is over because it takes years, years upon years to heal from all that you went through. That's why I say this illness is tiring. And that's why I made this podcast to keep the stigma away from us and to help shine some information on what is going on. Thank you.